Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. You know, it was always going to be difficult for Jeopardy to replace Alex Trebek as host. Right? Like, that was just going to be difficult. Um... R.I.P. Alex Trebek, but this is someone who was beloved, someone who, you know, was welcome into everyone's homes across the country, across the globe, I'm sure. But, you know, you could walk into somebody's house and maybe the least surprising thing to just see on the TV in the background would be Jeopardy, right? I mean, maybe in some people's houses it might be a little surprising, like, you watch Jeopardy? Really? Um, but in general, you know what I'm saying? So like there, that's, you know, something that becomes ingrained in, in people. And therefore Alex Trebek is, is a part of their lives, almost like a part of their family. And so that was always going to be difficult to replace Alex Trebek. They've made it even more difficult than anyone could have imagined, though, has Jeopardy. I'm not following that story that closely. Like, I don't know what's going on with the homeboy who was going to be the host and he's not the host anymore. I know he said something in the past or something or did some stuff. Uh, I, You know, it was always a strange choice to me, the executive producer of Jeopardy. Maybe they wanted with somebody, they wanted somebody who um, people didn't recognize that much or maybe he just was so familiar with the workings of the game, he was he was the best at it. I didn't watch the tryouts or the the uh, you know the rotating guests, none of that stuff. I wasn't that avid. I've sort of just seen it develop from afar. So I'm not saying anything about him um, without reading a little bit more into it. I'm just saying it seems like Jeopardy made it unnecessarily complicated. Even before, even before this dude had the withdrawal, when they're naming two hosts and everything, and, and Blossom is, is a host, and he's a host, and, and and all that. Like, it just seemed, it was a, a difficult situation. I would have made a decision, put the decision out there, lived with the decision, um, but that didn't work out so well for them. I only bring it up because Aaron Rodgers was one of the the people who was auditioning for Jeopardy. You know, Aaron Rodgers was, he even said, I think he told, I think it was Adam Shine recently, 
that he um, would have taken it if they offered him the job. I don't know if that means he wouldn't be the quarterback of the Packers anymore. I, I'm, I would guess he would try to do both, especially because like, shows like Jeopardy are all taped in bulk. A lot of it's taped in bulk. They, they tape a bunch of episodes, which is a great job, right? Like, that seems like I, – I actually uh, – let me – um Anthony, can you figure out, now that this has gone down, how I could uh, audition for Jeopardy? Can you can you uh, look into that for me? Because if that's still something that they're considering, I would love to do that. Um, You know, I, I think I could – I don't know all the answers to the questions, but I, I hope the host gets, like, you know, filled in gets a little bit of a cheat sheet. I think I could coordinate the show. I think I could, you know, facilitate the show and, and ha- have it move and, and everything like that. So if I can have a job like that, you what do you work however many days it is and knock it all out and then just let the shows air? It's I'll do it if I get 10% if you get it. Okay. Deal. <laughs> Deal is done. <laughs> you don't have an agent, right? So I guess I'll be acting at your agent here. I, I mean, I do, but... In this case, you know, hey, whoever does the whoever does it does it. <laughs> yeah, finder's free, ten percent. Yeah, that that's it, I have zero percent right now, so <laughs> I don't mind giving you ten percent of of what it turns out to be. But you know, Aaron Rodgers, alas, is that how you say that? Alas, is not. <laughs> do people say that in real life? Do you ever say that to somebody in a conversation? Well, I was. Going to the grocery store, but alas, they had no milk. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be the host of Jeopardy. I don't think. Maybe they go back to him. Who knows? I mean, I guess if I'm trying to be the host now that Aaron Rodgers still has a chance. But he will be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. He will be the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, perhaps for the final time. Of course, you know, with all the drama this offseason, and everything that went down, there's a a chance, or there was a chance, it felt like, that he wasn't even going to be the quarterback this season. Um, That, you know, there was even people talking uh, about him retiring. And then he started throwing some of that cryptic stuff out there, the last dance and and all that, and, and here we are. But Aaron Rodgers has since spoken. He did his presser and, and talked to you know, extended fashion. And he spoke again this week, and and here's what he had to say about not treating this season as kind of a a Green Bay farewell tour. I don't want a farewell tour. Um, I don't know what's going to happen after the season, but but I'm going to enjoy it with the right perspective for sure and not look at it as I'm getting through this. I'm just going to enjoy the hell out of, you know, all of it. Enjoy all of it. Well, look, I, I hope he does enjoy all of it and he is one of the more important players of this NFL season I mean he was the most valuable player by the award in last NFL season and I was just kind of curious who, who do you think will be the single most important player this NFL season 855-212-4227 855-212-4227 at Robin Lundberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. I mean, according to what some people thought Green Bay would be without Aaron Rodgers versus what Green Bay is expected to be with Aaron Rodgers, there's an easy argument to make it's him. I, you know, I think the, the Packers team is better than they were given credit for. 
you know, that that defense was solid. They had really good running game. I, I think with a competent quarterback, they could have still been in the mix for the playoffs. You know, with a Ryan Fitzpatrick or somebody I mean, I know he's not he was already Washington, but you know what I mean. Like I, I say him because he's he's competent journeyman quarterback personified. But with with a quarterback like that, I still think Green Bay could have possibly made the playoffs just because winning that division is enough to get you in the playoffs. And the second place in that division was eight and eight last year. So could could the Packers have gone from thirteen and three to eight and eight, seventeen games? I I, I don't know how I'm going to figure out how to do that like naturally. So bear with me while I figure out how to to do the you know game score count. Um, naturally, with the 17th game added, but you get the point. Um, Patrick Mahomes, you know, to me is is always kind of that guy nowadays. He is the best player in the NFL in my mind. So you could easily say him. I mean, you could go and say it's it's somebody different than that. Like, uh, um, you know, it it's easy to always go to a quarterback, and probably because a quarterback is the answer. But what if it's, I don't know, Alvin Kamara because Drew Brees is gone and we don't know what they're going to get from the quarterback position, you know, Taysom Hill or, or uh, Jameis Winston at starter. I mean, th- there's a spin to be had that way. And there's a, a lot of players out there to choose from. Names out there to choose from. To me, the answer is Baker Mayfield. To me, the answer is Baker Mayfield because I think, and this is not the best player, obviously not best player or, you know, even most valuable player. I'm I'm just saying, like, their performance swaying the way we look at the season. And the Browns, have a lot of expectations around them. I mean, I've even seen, you know, Cleveland fans, and this is this is pretty rich for Cleveland fans, especially Cleveland Brown fans, right? I mean, at least <laughs> it, it, there's Cavs with LeBron and Cavs without LeBron, right? That's like um, you don't think of the Cavs as a real franchise unless LeBron is attached to them. <laughs> when LeBron's there, we'll get to LeBron a little bit later in the show, but w- when he's there. You know that they have a, a a level of credibility, or when he was there, um, not really any time other than that. I mean, they had a couple battles with the the Bulls back in the past, but you know what I mean. That so it's it's funny for you know that really shows you the hype around a team where Cleveland as a, a a sports town can be even talking in terms of like this team needs needs to win the Super Bowl or they're poised to win the Super Bowl, and I, I feel. Like, that's the position the Browns are in right now. And really, what's the, you know, I don't want to say he's the question mark because he's been pretty good. It's not like Baker Mayfield's been bad. I, I, I don't think, you know, the jury is out on whether Baker Mayfield can play. I think Baker Mayfield can play. But there's levels to this, as a great philosopher once said. And in 2019, he had 22 touchdowns, 21 interceptions. Not so great. Last year, that improved to 26-8, and eight, but that first number is still not like, you know, the crazy eye-popping numbers that you'll see. That That's partially because the Browns 
have such a good running game, which really helps him out. I mean, Nick Chubb, um, one of the better backs in, in the league, if not the best back in the league at this point. And everything else seemingly around Baker Mayfield in place. I think that's the, the, the point. It seems as if the Browns have built a team that can compete, can win. They were right there with with Kansas City a year ago, right? I mean, that was – now, we, we know Mahomes had an injury, so that skews that a little bit. But nevertheless, it was a, a you know, tight game that, that Cleveland had a chance to win. You know, it was not some sort of router or anything like that. I think the final score was 22-17. Kansas City wound up beating the the Browns. And the Browns get put in that position where it's okay. They you know they 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 accomplished a lot and their their future is ahead of them. You know that that's the script. Well now the future is is here. And it's it's difficult to it's always difficult to say, you know, when you have an opportunity to for something to happen for you that you're just going to get another one. Because that, that, sometimes in sports, that can be fleeting. You know, I remember various teams over the years. I remember when I was doing um, New York Sports Talk Radio, people would say that a lot about the Mets. And that the Mets team, like, around when, when Matt Harvey was a thing. And, and I would say to them, you know, yeah, that maybe, but you never know. <laughs> like, you know, pitching's fickle. Look what happened with Harvey. Um, and, and other factors can come into play, and they never had a, a run like that again. I'm not saying that's going to happen to the Browns, uh, and baseball and, and basketball, or I mean baseball and football, are obviously completely different sports. But I, I do think you know it's never guaranteed, and there there seems to be a lot of hype and and expectation around the Cleveland Browns this season. So if you're asking me who is the most important player for this NFL season, as far as you know, the the player who I think could make the, the biggest difference in what a team is supposed to achieve, what they actually do achieve, or what they may not achieve based on where we, we look at them right now, I think it's I think it's Baker Mayfield. What do you think? 855-212-4227, 855-212-4227, at Robin Lundberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. And I talked about Cleveland. Well, uh, former Cleveland star LeBron James is in the news yet again. Get to the tweet he sent out um, late this week coming up in, in just a, a little bit. Uh, you know, it's funny. Uh, he, he it shows your the level of fame when you can just hit send, and then everybody's talking about something that you 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 said, right? Like that's a that's a certain level, one that I am not on, <laughs> a level that I am not on. Uh, team names for the Washington Football Team. That's a, a another topic from this week. But I actually think the. the biggest 
story in the realm of sports. I, I don't want to say in sports because technically um, the, the biggest story does not uh, did not occur in a sport, but I think it occurred last night in the realm of sports. And I'll explain to you what I mean by that coming up in just a bit as well. It is the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4227. And it continues. Coming up. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. It is. So, if you would like to tweet me, that would be the place to do so. Twitter. You know, I saw Kendrick Lamar uh, put out a, a thing yesterday. And he, a thing, he put out a statement <laughs> basically explaining that he has an album coming out soon. And there was one thing in it that um was was like, whoa, that seems amazing. He, he said uh, he goes months without a phone. And sometimes that's my dream. You know, to, I can't, you know, I, I can't in the line of work I'm in and, you know, life and all that. But I do find myself, like, addicted sometimes. You ever get that twitch in your leg where you're like, is my phone there? Or just, like, you just find yourself looking at your phone when you shouldn't be. And the worst is when my kids say, Daddy, why are you looking at your phone? And I'm like, right, you're right. Um, though I really do enjoy Twitter. I mean, Twitter is uh, has always been my favorite of the social media apps as far as, like, information, entertainment value. So I apologize for the tangent. I just, you know, I, I'm a, at the end of my rope a little bit, turning 40 at the end of this month. And just I, I got a little jealous when I saw he can go months without a phone because I'd like to drew that at least for a week at, at some point soon. Kevin Saros tweets in, got to be Dak, not because the team isn't talented without him, but the backup QB play in Dallas is laughable. Um, and that's in response to the question, who's the most important player in the NFL this season? Dak is a, a good response. 855-212-4227. I went with Baker Mayfield because I think, you know, where he performs could be the difference between the Browns being a real Super Bowl team um, or not, uh, of course, or, or not. Let's go to Ryan in Maryland. Ryan, you're on the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports. Hi. How you doing? Um so, a couple reasons why I say Joe Burrow is the most important player. Um, one, because the Bengals have improved, um, and I think that um, a healthy Joe Burrow could have them make a little bit of noise. I don't really think they're a playoff team, but um, the other reason is because the AFC North has several teams that are likely looking for playoffs, and in the past few years, you just chalk the Bengals up as two wins, that's going to help you when it comes to those playoff positions. Um, but I don't think that's going to be the case this year with a healthy Joe Burrow. If a healthy Joe Burrow is playing the way he can, um, that could really uh, hurt a few of those other teams' chances of not only just playoffs at all, but also playoff positioning. You know, it's interesting. I, I like the spoiler argument. I don't think it's enough to, to win the argument, and thank you for the call. I like the, okay, you know, because I don't think the Bengals are going to be good enough where you could make the, the case that it's Joe Burrow based on where the Bengals um, wind up. But I like the argument, at least, or the thought process of, well, the, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Steelers 
are all going to be playing for playoff positioning, all going to be, you know, competitive teams, at least we would think. And Joe Burrow is the guy who could screw all that up a little bit, spoil all that a little bit, because the Bengals are, are no longer, you know, two wins in, in a column for one of those other teams. I don't think that's strong enough to, for me to say it's Joe Burrow, but I do appreciate the, the thought. How about Maury in Michigan? Maury, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Hey, Robin, thanks for taking the call. You know, as a lifelong Lions fan, my thoughts went immediately to uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, the Rams gave up, I think, a ton uh, to get him. Given the window of the team's time right now, I mean, yeah, they're, they've been strong defensively, but you and I both know we follow this league. You know how it works. You know, there's, there's, they call it a window for a reason. Sean McVay is a great play caller. He stuck his neck out to get Stafford, man, and, and I think anything but a Super Bowl appearance uh, appearance is is going to be deemed a failure out there. Whew, that, I mean, that's tough. I, I, I don't like to work from results backwards, to be honest, you know, like in general, because you don't know what's going to happen throughout the course of a season, right? Like take the, the Brooklyn Nets last year, for instance. Like everybody said, as soon as they made the Harden trade, it's championship or bust. And yeah, it sounds right at the moment, but then all those guys are hurt. And, it, and it's like, is it, was it really championship or bust? Or did they have a more extended window? I use that as an example. Um, because I, that's one of the reasons I don't like to work from results backwards. So I don't want to just sit here and say, you know, if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl, they didn't have a good season well, or it was a failure. I think you're correct, though, that the, the expectations have been raised with Matt Stafford and, you know, how good he plays, whether he turns out to, you know, with the quarterback whisper and McVay there, be the guy that uh, that talent is fully on display and appreciated could could sway where they wind up. I don't say they have to win the Super Bowl, but you don't trade two firsts, a third, and a starting quarterback in this league and say, boy, I hope we make the playoffs. Sure. No, no. Look, the goal with that is to win a Super Bowl or compete to win a Super Bowl, right? Like, I mean, it's all about – to me, it's always about, like, being in position to do so. You know, before – like, Jared – look, they made a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. God, that Super Bowl was bad. Um, and, and he was just bad in that game, and I appreciate the call. But when when you make a move like that, of course, of course it's to put yourself in that position. I just mean, it's tough. It's not like you guarantee you. Look at that division just itself. I mean, where's the weak spot in the, the NFC West? That's got to be the best division in the league, right? I can't imagine. I mean, the AFC North is strong, too. We were just talking about the AFC North is pretty damn strong. Um, but I'd still go with the NFC West because I don't think there's a weak – the Bengals are at least a weaker link in the AFC North. The NFC West, where, who's the, where's the weak link there? I mean, Kyler Murray's in his third year. You expect the, the Cardinals to take a step forward. The 49ers, yeah, I mean – they're starting with Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe, but Trey Lance, I think, has a lot of talent, and that team is is sort of already ready-made. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, we know what they've shown and proved, and, and Sean McVay, you know, did it without a quarterback, and now they think they've got one. Billy in Toronto. Billy, you're up next. 
Hey, Robin, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Listen, yeah, I, I think the guy is um, uh, the quarterback in Buffalo. I mean, I think this is the team to beat this year. I think they upset, uh, not upset, I think they upseat uh, Kansas City. Um, I, I don't think Kansas City gets back to the Super Bowl. I thought Cleveland had them beat last year if they could have taken the last uh, drive into the end zone. Um, but I, I really hope that he takes the next step forward. I, I did not like his game against Kansas City last year. I kind of thought he was trying trying more so to outduel Mahomes than uh, um, you know uh, run a little bit more like he like he used to do. Uh, I just looked like he was trying to pass and stuff like that. But I think if Buffalo, if he takes the next step and Buffalo's defense played like it did last year, I absolutely think that Buffalo's going to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen you're talking about. Josh Allen, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Josh Allen had a tremendous year last year, though. I, I don't know, can can Josh Allen play too much better than than he did last year? I, I think he certainly. I mean, when you talk about who who the most important player in a sport is, really, the truth is, it's generally the best players, right? So, I, I should have just, you know, I should say it's Patrick Mahomes or somebody like that. And and when you're talking about the NFL, you're talking about quarterbacks first. That just is the way it is. So when you're talking about the top five or six quarterbacks, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, probably, I would say. Probably about the top six. And then I'd throw Dak Prescott next in that mix. So, like, yeah, those guys are probably the most important players. Uh, I'm sort of looking at it in a little bit of a different wrinkle just because I, w- I was looking for somebody beyond the obvious answers and someone who I think, depending on their play, uh, where it's still a bit of a question how good they are or how much we, we think they can elevate a team. And-, and that's what I was talking about Baker Mayfield for. That's why my choice was Baker Mayfield because I could see like, if Baker Mayfield has his best season, the Browns might win the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, if Baker, I- Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100% with Baker Mayfield, too. But, I mean, Josh Allen, I mean, came in not as – not uh, you know, supposedly as a bad as a bad pick. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very rare. You, you know, you see a lot of guys have that one great year, and that's what Allen did. I just want to see him improve on it. He could come back and start throwing interceptions and stuff like that. I just uh, – I hope he takes it to the next level and doesn't uh, – my whole point is I hope he takes it to the next level and doesn't uh, – regress and uh i'd love to see our neighbors about us uh get to the super bowl and take on uh take on brady hopefully they can get back there and uh and then you've got that buffalo new england uh, rivalry again so uh that's just the way i see it robin thanks no i you know you say your neighbors it's funny because when, whenever there's a you know you talk in new york and you talk about new york football teams there's always somebody who, what about buffalo they're the only team that actually plays in new york and i'm always like yeah buffalo kind of plays in canada come on let's be real I mean, Washington, D.C. is as close to New York City as Buffalo is. Let's <laughs> not pretend. It's New York State. I, I, I understand. I'm aware. But that's not quite the same thing. And that's no disrespect to Buffalo or the Bills or Josh Allen, who I think is super talented. I, I don't think Josh Allen's taking a step back. I mean, accuracy was the big question for him, and he's almost already answered that. The question I'm asking you right now, who's the single most important player for this NFL season. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg show. It is the Robin Lundberg show here on CBS sports radio. RIP DMX. It's going to give it to you. Uh, we're asking right now who the 
single most important player in the NFL is this season. I sort of used um, Aaron Rodgers as an entry point. He said it didn't. He didn't want it to be his, a farewell season for him in Green Bay. Obviously, Rodgers is um, up there, and I think you could easily always say it's Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. I went with Baker Mayfield just because I feel like the level Baker Mayfield plays at will determine whether the Browns are a real Super Bowl contender or not. Dak Prescott was another response. He, he's certainly been talked about um, more than most. What do you think? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. Also want to remind you today, it's the final event of CBS's PGA Tour season. And it's also one of the biggest. The beginning of the FedEx Cup playoffs features nine of the top ten players in the world, including Finau, Thomas, and DeChambeau competing against a fantastic field at the Northern Trust. Live golf coverage begins today at 3 Eastern, noon Pacific on CBS. Let's go to Darren in Michigan. Darren, you're on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, good morning, Robin. Enjoying the program. But I, I do have something I want to comment on. You had said in the last segment you don't like to work backwards from a results when you're when you're thinking about and evaluating a team. And I think you said that at the last caller who talked about how really the Rams are under a Super Bowl or bust uh, expectation. But the the thing is, I think is that when you're talking about a team having an open win or having a window to win, you are assuming expectations for that team. You're assuming that they're going to win and at least make a, a decent run at the Super Bowl, in which. I agree with that, that caller in that I think that Matthew Stafford has a lot of expectations on him, but I actually think that Aaron Donald has just as much, if not more, because you saw what happened last season when he went out injured. I mean, they were they were pretty much a feckless, ineffective defense without Donald. And so, uh, you know, to answer your question, I think that one of the players, the most important players, is, is uh, Aaron Donald. Now, if you talk about a coach – there's no question it's Mike McCarthy. I mean, if if the Cowboys start out, you know, two and six, you might see him fired after ten games in the season. So thanks a lot. Appreciate your time. No, no, I, I I'm with you. Uh, I mean, look, McCarthy uh, does need to to have a good season. I think in Dallas, especially in, in that division. As far as you know, when you when I talk about expectations, what I mean is not that you can't put expectations on a team. But what do you try to do when you're, you're building a team? If you're an executive or whomever, a general manager, you're trying to win, sure. You're trying to win the championship, whether that's the Super Bowl, the NBA Finals, the World Series, what have you. But you can never guarantee that. There's nothing you could do to guarantee that. What you're, you're doing is trying to build a team that gives you a chance to do that for a window of time. Because, I mean, all players get older uh, and, and things, you know, you can't keep it open forever. Now, the best organizations can turn that over. I mean, that's what makes a truly great organization, right? You know, not to say any organization can get an all-time great player, but an all-time great player can open a window for you. And sometimes you can kind of luck into an all-time great player. Um, A great organization sustains success throughout. You know, you, you, you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. For instance, that's a great organization. They're they're always good. <laughs> They've always been good. Um, and 
you could make the argument for, you know, a few teams in the NFL like that, a few teams in every sport like that. When I say I don't want to work results backwards, all I mean by that is I can't tell you for sure it's a failure if you don't win a championship if I don't know the context of what happened around that. You know, are Rams fans thinking Super Bowl right now? Of course they are. And they should be. They should be hoping for the Super Bowl. They should be rooting for the Super Bowl. They should have expectations like that for their team. And Aaron Donald's obviously a big part of it. The reason I don't say Aaron Donald is the number one most important is just because, to be honest, it has to be a quarterback in football. I know that feels like you favor the quarterbacks. It just is what it is. Um, but he, he's a beast, of course, Donald. But my, my point with the Rams would just be like, I can't tell you it's Super Bowl or bust for them. I mean, I have to see all the other teams. There are a lot of other good teams in that division. I have no idea if they're going to be hit by a massive injury. Is it still Super Bowl or bust if an Aaron Donald knock on whatever were to be hurt? You know, like, is it still a failure if they play an all-time great game in the NFC Championship game and they lose by a field goal? You know, like, is it still? I don't know. I have to watch and evaluate and, and know the context. So that's why I just like when people say it's championship or bust, I, I don't know. We'll see. Could be. I could feel that way. But I, I can't, you know, I, I, I won't work from results backwards generally as a rule of thumb. Leo in Dallas. Leo, you're on the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on? Hey, good to talk to you again, Robin. How are you? Um, I'm good, man. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be Dak Prescott just because – you know, he's shown to have ability to throw for, you know, 400 yards plus in the game. I think he has the best wide receiver core in the NFL with Amari Cooper, the silent assassin, C.D. Lamb, a, a young Odell Beckham, and a number three who averages about 1,000 yards per season in Michael Gallup. Um, with that being said, you know, MVP usually goes to a guy that's on a, you know, a playoff team, and Dallas defense is horrible last year. And, uh, yeah. no, go ahead. I mean, now we got Dan Quinn, which is, I think he's back to his best position as a coach, which is a defensive coordinator. Well, look, uh, I, I mean, I, I think, um, when you're, you're talking about Dallas in general, we all know who the, the player there is. It's Dak and, and MVP. I'm not even saying who's the MVP. I, I understand most valuable player, most important, feel the same. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes is basically the de facto MVP. In my mind now, he, he's kind of reached that status where mm, no matter what, I'm leaning that he's actually the most valuable player. So, therefore, yes, he's more the mo- more most important player as well. Um, you know, and if Patrick Mahomes is removed from the Chiefs, do we still consider them a contender? I do not. I, I think, you know – that is fairly obvious. I'm trying to be a little bit different in my approach here so I can give a different sort of answer. And maybe it's a cop-out. Um, maybe I'm you know, leaning too far into semantics, playing around with words. But when I say it, I'm not talking about who I think will be the most valuable player this season because I do not think Baker Mayfield, for instance, will be the most valuable player this season. But I think the level of play that Baker Mayfield shows may um, be more important than anyone else's level of play because it could change the the perception of the Browns. It could change the, the direction of the Browns. And the Browns are a team 
that is a, a chic sort of Super Bowl pick, right? A lot of people think they could be a Super Bowl contender. They're not going to be a Super Bowl contender if Baker Mayfield doesn't play really well. And if he does play really well, they probably are. What I say about Dallas is that if Dallas is a playoff team and they are, um, you know, one of the more favorite teams, you know, it's good for football because people ask all the time, why is Dallas America's team? Well, if Dallas Cowboys are actually good and going to the playoff, maybe NFC Championship, you know, more people will watch than, you know, more views will watch, have more views than, let's just say, the Browns if they might go to the AFC Championship. You know, you get what I mean? They, they're just going to be the most popular team. And yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the Cowboys are super popular and appreciate the call. Here's my thing. It's the NFL. I don't think the NFL has to worry about that as much as other sports. You know, like baseball, if baseball could choose, they're going to put the Yankees there, right? Like uh, a, a team that moves the, 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 the meter, the needle. If they could somehow, you know, get Shohei Otani on a real team and get him into the playoffs. In, in basketball, even, there were questions about the Bucks and the Suns. And, and, and while that was nice the NBA would sign up for Lakers Nets right now, right? Like Lakers Nets is basically NBA's end game with all the stars that, that would be out there on the court. The NFL is so popular that it doesn't really matter. It really doesn't. I mean, yes, you, you are correct. The Cowboys are the biggest draw. Uh, and, you know, winning the NFC East would be good for the sport and, and all that. And, and the Cowboys being good is good for interest level. But it could be the Colts and the – I'm trying to think of a – and the Cardinals. And the NFL would still be a monster because it's the NFL. And that's – I mean, the, the, the sick thing about the NFL is, like, it's indestructible. They talk about the shield, protecting the shield. That shield is strong. It's made of vibranium. How about Mike in Baltimore? Mike, you're up next here on the How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Um, I think Lamar Jackson by far. I mean, they built that team around him, and they're going to really have a hard decision after this year because I I don't think he's worth paying all that money to because he's just one-dimensional. I mean, he's a great player. They can't win without him. They have a good team all around, but he just – I, I pray that he's a better passer this year. And he's only got one really dependable guy to go to. And if he gets hurt the tight end, they're really in trouble. Well, what are you going to do, not pay Lamar Jackson? I mean, you're talking about at the at the very, very, very most conservative, a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I, absolutely. In my mind, a top you know five or six quarterback in the NFL. You're going to not pay him? Well, what I worry about is, Running quarterbacks in the NFL just don't last. I mean, they might last in college, but you give the guy $40 million a year, he takes a shot to the knee, he's done, you're, you're stuck for the next four years. You're no good. Five years. Uh, that's fair. Uh, that's a fair worry. Look, and, and injury concerns are, are there in the NFL in general. Obviously, for someone like Lamar Jackson, who is his game is predicated on his um, – ability to run more so than than most quarterbacks that's that's fair uh you know he's improved some as a passer um for sure I think you know in pure passing situations when when everybody knows it's a passing situation is where he still needs to to take another step forward I I just you know he's so young in his career 
Um, and he's so dynamic as a player. And the results have been so good for Baltimore with him at quarterback. They're 30-7 and seven with him as a starter. You got no choice. Yeah, I mean, you got and no it, choice. They, they try, I think they tried this year to give him more weapons. That was a problem, too. They, you know, last year, people don't realize, they had three good tight ends, and that was, you know, that was a big part of their game. You know, they do the play-action run, and then they got the short pass, but then they had, they went down, the, they got a tight end they got rid of, first, and they got one that got hurt, and they had one left, the best one, but, you know, now they got a couple of wide receivers. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, I just hope he gets – he's definitely a better passer than he was. He couldn't even throw a spiral his first year. Well, I mean, look, look, Lamar Jackson is is an impact player, uh, regardless of how you look at it, and appreciate the call. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's easily a case to be made for him. You can continue to make your case for who the most important NFL player is this upcoming season. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I know there's some people who get annoyed when I mention these two names together, so I'll do it just for them. Um, LeBron James behaved how I think Michael Jordan would have just this week. I'll explain coming up in a minute. It's the Robin Ludberg Show, and it's here with you on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.